just I work a couple hours in the morning, just mm-hmm. do like full deliveries. And I go home, I study, and I study for until I feel like super tired. Mm-hmm. And then I either go to the gym or keep studying depending on whatever I'm doing that day. So yeah. I can't really complain too much. Staying busy, getting out of the house. How about you? How's work? Uh oh, yeah. I mean works works good, man. I mean can't complain too much. I work from home now, so I'm pretty oh, much home nice. all day and yeah, I mean I, I, I definitely can't complain. So it's been good. Um what was I gonna say? Oh well yeah, I didn't realize that you do deliveries too. <laughs> for yeah. well actually not even that, but I didn't realize you started studying like already. Yeah, because um, once I found out, I think it was like 10 weeks. So, like, you should do like 8 to 10 weeks. I was like, I already know, like, might as well just start right away. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, like, that weekend, I had a fun weekend. And then after that, I was like, all right, let's get time to go. Because in case something comes up or if, like, one weekend I want to go out and do something, at least I have these extra days where I don't have to, like, kill myself later on. Right. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad you had the motivation to, like, just get right back to it. So that's good, man. I mean, so are you taking it in July? Yeah. Okay. God. Hopefully get over with. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. That's a, that's a quick turnaround, though. So, yeah, <laughs> I definitely I definitely feel you on that one. Um, I can't lie, man. Recording after watching my team lose like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, bro. I can't fight the feeling. I can't fight it anymore, bro. I'm sick. Don't listen to some Drake after this. Bro, I yeah, bro. A little take care. A little take care would do me some good, bro. Life yeah. Yeah. To the to the people listening, you know, we're recording uh fresh fresh off of <laughs> Too fresh. Game four, a little too fresh for me, but it's fine. I'll get through it. Uh, fresh off of game four in the Boston Heat series, Miami just lost. Um, I don't remember the score, but we lost by double digits, more than double digits. It was, it was, we ended up getting blasted in the fourth quarter. Um, Jason Tatum had a hell of a second half. Him and Jimmy were trading blows in the third quarter. Um, then the the rest of the guys for the Celtics just turned on. Marcus Smart started making threes. Al Horford started making threes. And, you know, that we just didn't. So yeah, did you did you get to catch any of the game or it was like here and there. It was okay. like I had I had it on mute on the side. So like after I would do like a question or something, I like look over to see like the score. Right. Yeah. Like the first half. The Celtics played terrible, it seemed like. Like, they looked mad slow. Yeah. Um, we were in control, really, the whole first half. Um, I And that's, I think, what makes, what makes this even worse, is that I think – and this is what happened. So, I, I, I was texting a buddy of mine. And he was asking me if I think we win getting five. To keep it simple, I think we do. But, um, you know, we, we the first half, we were in full control. And going it, uh, coming out of halftime, I think there was a sense in the locker room, like, 
y'all. Like we could this is the this half. We win this half, we go to the finals, right? Um, I think as any normal human being, any player, like it's hard to not have that in the back of your head while yeah. you're playing. Um, and especially like as an NBA player, I could only imagine that yeah. you kind of tense up a little bit, you're a little more anxious, you want to make the right plays. Yeah, you know, and, and it showed. We we turned the ball over a ton, which we're not a high turnover team. Mm-hmm. We turned the ball over a ton. A lot of balls dribbling off the dribbling off our foot. Um, just careless passes. Um, you know, things that we haven't been doing all playoffs, we were doing. Um, and then we were missing a ton of bunnies, a ton of under the rim layups um in the second half. So we were just, I think we were just anxious. So simply, I think we go into game five. We're going to be in a hostile environment, which we've shown throughout this entire playoffs that we thrive in those environments. Um, And I think that's what we need. I think we need a game where we're in a hostile environment and we just don't think about it. We just go in to play a game. And I think nothing to lose. and, And I think, game five we 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 definitely win that because i think that's the environment we need just kind of a a a battery pack in our back so yeah now now he have some some fuel to go into because i think before this game a couple of celtics players were like oh like oh don't let us win the game like blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. now now jimmy butler's gonna be like all right well we messed up that one now we're gonna kick your ass I hope so. I hope that's the response. I, I I, mean, you know, all props to Boston. I mean, they definitely showed why they went to the finals last year. Jason Tatum reminded us why he was an MVP candidate. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of the statistics of Boston, I mean, they're playing uncharacteristically, right? Like, Miami should not be up three to zero. Uh, our last podcast, I literally, at the very end of the podcast, I was like, yep, well, good. Uh, can't wait. You know, by the next time we record, we'll hopefully we're up 3-0. And we, <laughs> and we ended up actually being up 3-0. I was completely joking. Um, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, yeah, like I told y'all. I did not. I did not. No one in the world no. thought nah. that we would be up 3-0. So, again, like I'm not going to sit here and overreact. I think we were anxious. I'm not going to sit here and overreact and, you know, whatever. Um, However, I wanted to ask you, so Mm -hmm. if the Celtics were to um, get swept, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I put on our topic sheet, let's overreact because I'm interested because, like, if the Celtics were to have gotten swept, I mean, you, you saw the news, like, People were talking about firing Joe Mazzula after his first year. Yeah. They're talking about breaking up Tatum and Brown. People were talking about getting rid of the whole roster and just starting from scratch. Like, yeah. what do you think was gonna happen <laughs> if these dudes got swept? Like, what do you think the first move the Boston Celtics would have done? I think the coach would have gotten fired because mm. he he said in the last game in the last game he was like, "Yeah, I didn't have him ready to play." How do you admit that? In the Eastern Conference Finals, 
that you're you can't get your players fired up to play in a game like that, especially mm-hmm. being down. I think at that time, two zero. Like in a do or die game, no one ever comes back from three zero, and you can't your guys you can't get your guys ready to go. Like right, oh, that's interesting. and to say yeah. it publicly, like even if it's true, don't say it publicly. Like uh, I don't know, that, that was so stupid. Yeah, that, that, that was so dumb. But I don't know. Apparently, he doesn't really have like the locker room, and like we've seen with all these teams, if you lose the locker room in the playoffs, you kind of sol, you're gone. Even though he's under contract for I think a couple more years, because literally just signed it like a couple months ago. The Celtics have so much money that that shit doesn't really matter. Yeah, but, I, I think that's an interesting thing you brought up though with him like not being able to fire up his locker room and him like admitting to it. I think it, you know, I had a different view on him saying like I respected the fact that he said it instead of him like instead of thinking that he was kind of dumb for doing it I did I had a sense of you know I think the reaction's been 50 50 on how people feel about what he said like I think Mm -hmm. people there's people that thought the way that you thought and there's also Mm -hmm. people that think the way that I think of you know I respect that he said it because not many coaches would do that especially in their first year it took a lot of balls to be like you know what I messed up you know I messed up I should have had them ready and you know credit to his players you know, even though you said that, you know, he doesn't have, you know, he may not have a sense of the locker room anymore. Like the players, none of them put the blame on him. Like they were saying, like, you know, in their interviews, they were like, yeah, like he, he shouldn't have done. I mean, he shouldn't have done that. Like we, we're not putting it on him. It was all of us. Like, you know, because I, I was listening to Reggie Miller tonight on the broadcast and he was like, you know, I hear what Missoula's saying, but there was not a day that a coach needed to fire me up especially at this part, point of the season. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's no time where a coach needs to do that. So it's not on Missoula. That's what Reggie's point was. It's not on Missoula to do exactly. that. It's, mm-hmm. it, you know, like, Tatum, you know, he had 33-11-7 tonight. Like, he, like he should have done that in the last game. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. when they're down 2-0 instead of now being down 3-0, like, yeah, I, I, it sucks that it took them three games to be three games behind for them to finally be like to turn off the snooze button and be like, all right, let's hoop. Let, let and then especially Tatum, you know, Tatum. This was the first game in the entire series that he has scored in the fourth quarter. Did you know that? Really? Oh shit, that's bad. Jalen Brown, did you know that he came into this game, game four? only shooting four free throws the entire series. Oh, I saw that stat real quick. That's insane. Like, these guys are just playing very uncharacteristically, and it's 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 concerning. And it, and it turns into, is this an X's and O's issue or an effort issue? Yeah. The coach, the, co- yeah. the coach is not going to stop you, stop Jason Tatum from shooting the ball in the fourth quarter. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. And, like, I don't know. I think either way, because, say, like, since the Celtics are playing bad, everyone is saying Spo is a great coach. The opposite, I think, should be said, too, as, like, hey, Missoula isn't putting his players in the right positions to get to the free throw line or to get an open layup or a shot or whatever, or whatever 
quantitative analytics from. Like out of timeouts and all these different situations, you see the Heat just go right down the middle so many times. Like there's no rotation for the Celtics. Why can't the Celtics draw up something similar and do the exact same thing every once in a while? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's like a little bit of both X and, X's and O's and like not really, I don't want to say caring, but like missing way too many assignments and making way too many mistakes and playing inconsistent like we've seen the entire playoffs with them so far. Right. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, you know, it's it could go either way. Um, and again, back to just just the game overall. It's just disappointing to see that we lost. But at the same time, I thoroughly believe we're going to win the game next game. And I think yeah. that's what we need. So, um, what do you think? About, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what do you think about Jalen Brown? Like, after all this, do they keep him or trade him or, uh, um, you know, I think they keep him. Um, he's still young, very young, and it's rare to be that young and that experienced already. Same yeah. for Tatum. Mm-hmm. And the NBA, like, if you look around the league, Teams are killing themselves to try and have a young core like what the Celtics have. Like, the Celtics have something special. You have two, three and D guys that are all-stars. And one of them is an MVP candidate. So, to break them up just because, you know, again, that's why I said let's overreact. Because Mm -hmm. if they were to have gotten swept today, the Celtics were going to overreact and maybe have made a very bad decision and possibly getting rid of Jalen Brown and letting him walk or whatever. Like, yeah. it, like I'm a part of me, I'm not saying I'm happy that we lost, but a part mm-hmm. of me is like, you know, that would have been a dumb decision. Uh, yeah, that just would have, I'm not even going to say what I was going to say, but like, that just would have <laughs> been, that just would have been a dumb decision by the Celtics to have let Jalen Brown go or to just split this duo up because you got to get rid of other guys first before you get rid of Jalen Brown. I'll just say that yeah, he's way fair. too young. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? Uh, about I was Brown? thinking about that today. Like, I don't know, at first I was like, yeah, they're definitely going to trade him because they have to pay him so much money. And, like, they came and surround them with really good players now, let alone if they pay both of them all that money. But then I was like, if you trade them, there's no way you're going to get that value back. There's no way. Right. Where can you possibly trade them to? We're going to get another all-star type player and plus other people to surround Tatum with. Like, I don't really think it's going to be possible. Because now yeah. all these teams are just going to throw so many first-round picks at them. Like, I don't know, they don't want, want first-round picks. They're trying to win a championship. So, like, I think they're just going to have to eat all that money and hope that they can get a lot of solid dudes, kind of like what the Heat are doing. Get a lot of dudes that are undrafted or get guys off the buyout market, or the hell it's called, mm-hmm. and see yeah. if they all mesh together pretty well. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I think um... – they have all the right – I think they have the two guys that they need. They just need better pieces, so. Yeah. Um, But I guess 
over to the Western Conference, uh, Denver making it to the finals for the first time in franchise history. Uh, Jokic having a historic freaking run, man. This dude is – I don't know how this guy's just flopping around the league, dropping triple-doubles on your favorite players. Like, it's just <laughs> – this guy is different, bro. I will never I we've never seen a guy like this. I mean, maybe Dirk might be the closest guy to this dude because not even for passing or anything else, but just like just an or an unorthodox style of basketball yeah. that we've never seen before. Like Dirk was an unorthodox style that everyone was like how is this guy doing this? Yeah. And now we're looking at Jokic kind of the same way. It's like, how is he doing this? Because mm -hmm. their game is just not how we are used to seeing it, like for guys that to, to dominate in this way. So um, now the Lakers have been swept. So for the Lakers case, now we can really overreact. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's just start down the list, I guess. D'Angelo <laughs> Russell. Uh, what do we do with this guy? What do you I've think they him, do? I've hyped him up for so long. <laughs> thought this was his. Thought this was his moment. <laughs> it was. It was. He shit the bed. <laughs> I think if you have a chance to get Kyrie, you gotta get Kyrie, and he's gone. Mm. I don't know, but if you can't get Kyrie, I don't know because you're not gonna get a better point guard than him. Like, I think uh, I don't think Van Vliet is that much better, and you're probably gonna have to pay the same amount of money. But at least Van, at least D'Lo is a little bit bigger and a little bit better on defense. So I don't know. I think he's gone. If you can get Kyrie, if not, then he stays. Okay. Um. So been doing a lot of listening around today, just like on different sports shows, just listening to different analysts and just trying to feel uh, how I feel about how this Lakers situation should go with D-Lo, man. And I was, I remember, I think I even said on the pod, it's like, you know, I, I think I was saying how the Lakers are probably going to go after Kyrie, but I wasn't sure how much, like, if that would work, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> Because D'Lo, there was a point during the playoffs where he was playing really well. And even before the playoffs. I mean, he was a big reason as to why they even got to where they're at. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, you know, there was a point where I was like, hey, if D'Lo plays like this, like, maybe we look into keeping D'Lo over Kyrie. Right? But mm -hmm. it's so crazy how one series can just change everything. It's mm -hmm. as if this dude had to have been perfect the rest of the way or he can't be kept and that's just how the media is they're very overreactionary like they're gonna see him play have one bad stretch of a series and all of a sudden we can't keep that guy um now do do i think they should keep him i i may fall into that overreaction category and say no but do i think Kyrie's the answer I'm starting to lean towards no as well. Really? I'm starting think to think – go ahead. You think it's more off-the-court stuff that you're worried about, or you don't think he meshes on the court with them? I – I both. 
but more so on the court stuff than off the court because he proved to us with the Mavericks that he does he won't he doesn't always he won't always be the issue off the court every mm-hmm. time. Um, you know, the Mavericks had situations happening within themselves and mm-hmm. Kyrie for once was out of the way. You know, he went to the to the team and balled out. I think we both agreed to that. Um but right now <laughs> I I I'm starting to feel like one, if you get Kyrie Irving, they're not gonna have enough cap space to get to to surround themselves with the pieces that they need to get back to where they're at. The Lakers got to this point because they became a deep, young team that can run, they can defend, and all of the above. If they get Kyrie Irving, they're going to become too top-heavy, I believe. I think they're going to turn into a team that's all starting five, and then it's a steep drop-off to the bench. You know what I'm saying? Because then especially you're going to have to pay Kyrie, and then you're not going to be able to pay Rui Hachimara. You're not going to be able to pay – uh, Austin Reeves, most importantly. Yeah. Um, there's just certain players that you need to bring back, and there's a lot of players that need their money that you're going to have to account for. If you try and get Kyrie, you may not be able to pay all those guys, and you're not going to have as deep as a bench as you did this year, um, which is a big reason why they made it this far. So I don't know what the answer is. I think it's a sign-and-trade somewhere. Um, I would love for that. I mean, Damian Lillard is a name that comes to mind too. I mean, that's another point guard that can help. Um, but not saying, but that's the same. Yeah, it's the same yeah, result. Yeah. And honestly, that's more money than Kyrie. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. I think it could be Van Bleet, but I don't know if that's also. I don't know if that's a winning move. Like he's not. I mean, he's won a championship, but that was. Dude, that was Kawhi Leonard just becoming Michael Jordan 2.0, to be quite honest. Yeah. Like, and at least yeah. he was even behind uh, Larry, too. Right. He was, he was, like, the main point guard, too. Right. But so, apparently I saw today that the Lakers were looking into trading for Trey Young, which I don't know. I saw I that. that was and he was at the game. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. So they were, they were highlighting. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because they were highlighting that Kyrie was at the game. Trey Young yeah. was there too. Yeah. Trey Young was there That's too. Crazy. So I mean, I don't know what's happening, baby. I don't know what's happening. I mean, <laughs> now if they can get Trey Young, and um, I don't know Trey. See, Trey, Kyrie, and Trey Young, like they both. I I don't think that um. How do I put this? I I, I think that both could look good on the court like it would it would, like they're both good basketball players they'll fit in uh mm-hmm. Kyrie more so because Kyrie is just a more talented more gifted yeah. player mm-hmm. um I think that Trey Young possibly with being a younger player maybe he could take less money I think Kyrie's more desperate because he's taken so many pay cuts <laughs> in the last few years <laughs> that he may need the money a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, but, you know, it, 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 it's interesting. I, I really think that, that that could be a possibility too. There's guards out there that this, like, this could happen. It, it's going to be a very interesting offseason for the Lakers, though. And, I mean, yeah. especially the fact they got swept. 
So yeah, it can go in so many different ways. But like they just needed like a guy that can score at the end of the games and not be LeBron. Right. And that's Kyrie. I mean, yeah. if we're being honest, like, oh, 100%. yeah, it's just, it's just tough because again, it goes back to like, how can you continue to have a deep roster with, with paying him what he's looking for? Um, or even Harden, and, yeah. but he's not going, they're not going, he wants so much money that it's not even going to be worth it. But it'd be it sounds like he's like, money. it sounds like he's like just wanting to go to Houston and that's it. Oh, 100%. There's no – he wants, like, $200 million deal for four years. He's already 34. Who's going to give him that much money? Bro. I'm not paying him 50 mil. No shot in hell. Same. And, 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 and it's like they're trying to bring the band back together now. And then, like, I saw Chris, and Chris Paul going back. <laughs> like, what is going what? on? Like, what is, what is James Harden trying to do with his career, man? Like, I don't understand – what the point was for leaving in the first place then. And you're going back to a worse situation. Just so you can do whatever you want. It's like having an alumni game, dude. <laughs> no, like, every game. Like, but he just wants to go and just chuck up as many shots as he can and just yeah, do whatever honestly, he wants. That's that's funny. No, that's that's really true. It is an <laughs> alumni game for him. Like he he's just going back for a final run and who knows? I mean, I don't. I don't see. First off, James Harden. What? When did he get drafted? Two thousand ten. Nine, ten, uh, something like that. Like he has like a thirteen, twelve, whatever year career. That dude's not gonna have much longer left in the league. Like he's on his way out, and it's been yeah, clear for the last few years. years. Yeah, he's, he's on his way out. Three good, two, three good years left. Yeah. So, so yeah. His two last. So if he wants two hundred a four, four year two hundred million dollar deal, his last two years of his contract, he's going to be bad, and it's going to cost you fifty mil each. <laughs> like what? All for an alumni Hell season. No. Hell no. And apparently, like the Rockets were like, "Oh, we're going to be aggressive." And they're like, "Oh, we're going to try and get Lopez and Dylan Brooks." <laughs> it's like that's not really being aggressive. Jeez, Shanghai Brooks is what they've been calling him lately. Might happen. <laughs> two, three years, you never know. Oh gosh. Um. Well, all in all, congrats to the Denver Nuggets, man. Uh, hopefully, Miami will see you guys in the finals. Uh, hopefully, we're not the first team to allow a team to come back three zero. I'm not gonna, you know, go that far, but you know, it's just, it's just tough. I'm a sad, sad Heat fan right now. Anyways, um, I got one last question for you. Oh yeah, what's up? What do you think LeBron does this summer, or for? Oh yeah, I guess we are on the Lakers, kind of. Yeah. Um, well, he's he's definitely staying. He's not retiring. Um, I think he said that because he just lost a game that a series clinching game um i think he was like i have to think about it because he definitely is gonna have to think about it it's gonna be his 21st season next year (laughs) um and he'll be 39 years old next year and he's not you know as much as people like to bring up tom brady and tom brady laying the you know the um leading the way 
for for this type of talk for letting for having people over forty still be elite and win championships and yada yada yada. Tom Brady was a quarterback in the NFL. As a quarterback in the NFL, you're not doing a lot of running, sprinting. That's you're not busy. doing a lot of up and down. You know, you're essentially standing. You're maybe hunched over, it. and you're, you're never getting touched. You're, and if you right. did get touched, it's like twice a game, maybe, yeah. and then you're just throwing the ball. So I'm not saying that just throwing the ball doesn't take a lot of um, strength or anything like that. I'm not taking that away from him. But it doesn't take nearly as much as athleticism to do. Wear and tear, too. Exactly. LeBron is running up and down the court with guys young, much younger than him. He played with a lot of these guys' fathers. Yeah. Um, he's jumping over crowds when, like, balls go out of bounds. He's diving for loose balls. He's, he's taking charges. He, 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 he's guarding centers. He's guarding everybody. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, it's not even comparable. So, yeah, he's probably thinking about it because think about how you get – First off, this team was so bad this year, and then they go all the way deep into the playoffs. It's not like they got to, just lost for the first round. Like, this is the Western Conference Finals, dude. <laughs> and the fact that they've pretty much been trying – uh, Draymond Green said this. They pretty That Lakers team has pretty much been playing a playoff series. They've been playing playoff basketball since, what, April? Yeah, even before that, because they because they, they had to literally win every game to even get into the play-in, because yeah. they were so bad during the regular season, and they finally made it into like the play-in rounds. They go into overtime in their first round, get in as a seven seed, and then they have to fight their way all through the rest of the way. So I mean given how that season went, and then it ends, and then now you have to refocus yourself to go through a whole another 82-game season? I don't know. At 21 years in the league, 39 years old, I couldn't do it, but I know he can. I know he can. So, that, that's, yeah. I've never seen that gas before. He was court. tired. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Never seen. I was like, usually he's like a machine. He never gets tired. Yeah. I mean, thirty in the first half. Like, I mean, yeah. he used all his energy to get them a good lead at halftime. Yeah. Do you think it's possible he takes a year off and then comes back? I heard that today. Um, I didn't know that that was a conversation being had. Um, I know Jordan did it, but Jordan had other things going on in his life with his father passing away, um, him going to baseball, all this other stuff happening. But this is 2023. I don't see that happening. Um, now if any player could do that, it's LeBron. Um, but I don't see it happening. I don't see him doing that. Um, but if it happens, it happens. But I, I, I just can't see him doing that, man. I mean, that'd just be so. That would be so weird. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think he does it though. And I have really no reason besides the fact that he's gone twenty straight seasons without taking a break. So, um, yeah. 
And yeah. I don't think he retires without like a farewell tour type season either. No, he doesn't go out on a sweep. He doesn't yeah. go out on a sweep. Absolutely not. Even though he had a crazy game, but yeah, there's no way. Yeah. I think I think yeah. he'd rather not make the playoffs to end his career than to get swept. Yeah. And and you know what? Like I I totally agree. I think also that the, the the Lakers are a good team. Like they're gonna good they're gonna get back to the final or to the playoffs next year. Um but they need to figure out how they can get LeBron back because they need they need yeah. to they need to figure out how they can get him to play well for forty eight minutes and not just spurt. Like how can we get other players involved here? Like yeah. LeBron may need to start turning into like the third option. I know that sounds crazy. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But it may need to get to that point. And he's probably gonna have to be playing like twenty eight, thirty minutes, thirty two minutes a game. He can't. I think he was playing like during the regular season, like thirty six minutes a game. Let alone mm-hmm. the playoffs was probably probably in the forties. So there's no way he could do that again. He has to be able to play some games like. 20 minutes and like just like get in and get out real quick kind of do like some load management so he's not completely shot right into the season him days of being the hero are are gone yeah yeah and playing Double both game. sides of the ball yeah playing both sides of the ball and like yeah 31 points in the first half and then like you know expecting him to do it again in the second like that's not that's not that's that lebron anymore yeah like you know, not even him getting 15 in the second half. Like, that's just a lot on your body. Yeah, you could see, like, all of his shots were short. And then at one point in, like, the last two minutes, he was just sit- sitting in the corner, just, like, hands on his knees, just, like, totally, like, done. Like, yeah. everyone on the Nuggets knew, like, he's not going to shoot the ball. <laughs> he's way too yeah. tired to shoot a three. His, his three percent was terrible even before that game. Because his legs are probably so shot. His foot is all messed up. His legs are probably shot and so tired. But his whole body is just gone. That's Badly. a point. That's a quick point that I wanted to add to though, to your to your question of whether he takes a year off. The more I think about it, because it sounds so crazy, and that's maybe why I laughed at it at first and just laughed it off. But you know what? I think they could probably like mask it as is like when he puts when he gets the surgery on his foot, like mm-hmm. that can be his way of taking a year off. And he's never had surgery before too. He can just be like, yeah, I just want like a year to heal, relax. I can see, I can see that scenario happening. So I guess a year off may not be out of the cards if he masks it that way. I just can't see him taking a year off just to say I'm taking a year off. I yeah. think it has to be a reason like that. Because I think he loves basketball too much. And maybe he has no choice, too, because who knows how long he's out if he gets the foot surgery. Exactly, yeah. Where no matter what, he has to be out for eight months. And by that time, who knows how the Lakers are going to be? Who knows what happens? Exactly. At that point, it's probably worth just having him sit the whole season. So, who knows? But, uh... We were talking about LeBron's retirement, but it just came out that Melo retired. Um, 
And man, Melo just deserved so much better. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, I can kind of see his criticism. He was never like in great shape. He was never, I don't know, he was always compared to LeBron, which it's hard for anyone to be compared to LeBron. But from high school to college, or not college, but like from the draft, since they were drafted so close and obviously the same position, he was never like that type of player to get like everyone involved. It was like he was like our middle school generation's version of like Harden. Like he's going to drop 50 but he's going to jab step a hundred times and then shoot almost like 30 shots a game. So it's not like winning basketball, but you're still like insane basketball player and one of the best scorers of all time. So I don't know. I think the NBA did him dirty at the end and I don't know. Yeah. He definitely deserved that part. Yeah. I mean, since there's... he left the there was not a right. chance he should have been out the league. Like he should have. Yeah. That's that's my old point is that like there is never a, a, a time that he should have been out of the NBA. Like, like he, he, he should have played this year. Much better than a lot of players that are still in it. Mm-hmm. He's better than a lot of players still here right now. Dude, last year he was pretty nice. He averaged like thirteen or fourteen a game, and only playing like twenty two minutes. Yeah, so he just deserved better. But um, I, I'm definitely happy to see that he was able to, you know, just say, hey, like, just to call it, um, you know. And honestly, I never even thought about the fact that he was – that he hadn't retired yet. And yeah, and I was just like, dang, like, Melo's retired now. And now seeing that, Le- that LeBron's the last person from that class – the draft class, like, it's just, like, it's kind of kind of sad to see, like, all of our heroes that we grew up watching in NBA, like, just retiring one by one, like, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's just kind of sad to see, you know. And then you also have Kobe passing away, and it's just, it, I don't know. I, when I saw that stuff, I was just like, damn, man, like, we're getting old, bro. Like, <laughs> we're going to turn into those guys that are like, Man, you you don't even know about so and so or so and like we gotta yeah, keep Kobe's forgets. name alive, bro. Because yeah. these kids are really like Kobe. Really, like we talk about LeBron and, and and Mike. Kobe really might turn into the greatest player of all time, like to to some kids because, like, he literally is going to be like talked about forever. Like, like how Mike is, I know LeBron, obviously, like, he's relevant right now because he's still playing. But, like, Mm -hmm. bro, Kobe, like, he's going to reach, I mean, he's already reached immortality status. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I I could just see LeBron, I could just see Kobe, I mean, just, like, there's going to be, like, folk stories. He's going to be, like, someone that, like, it's just, like, some mystical being that kids will never realize they have to watch yeah. literal tapes of this guy to understand and they'll never understand how good he actually was but he's gonna be like i don't know like our version of you know maybe dr j or like something like that like that's how dr j was to us or magic was to like us like, like, yeah it, no it, yeah him. like but it's like, just gonna like be some mystical 30. dude 
that they don't they're never even gonna realize like how cold he really was. I don't know. Yeah, it's a random like, thought. Especially like his mindset and like all the crazy stories of him being like, All right, like I'll go out party with you guys, but I'm gonna work out at five AM mm-hmm. or like working out like seven hours before practice and just being like, All right, like I worked out like five times and it's like like, like that. <laughs> Normal people would never even think about doing, but he thought that was normal Man. to do. Yeah, I mean, shoot, he just he just worked harder, bro. Like he just wanted 100%. it more, and like it's sad because the players that were fans of him, like you could see that they have the work ethic, and they're the ones that are like yeah. kind of the successful ones in the league right now. But then you see the other guys on the other side of the spectrum that they're 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 taking the James Harden approach and. uh they they just are in it for the bag and for the looks of it and that's mm-hmm. it you know like and don't let me don't don't get me wrong like I know like as a player no matter what you want to win but what are you willing to do to actually get the results you want yeah hundred percent well I got are going to take less money even though they're they've made hundreds of millions of dollars yeah but. Back to Carmelo, it's like a lot of people are talking about, like, on the radio today. Do you think his jersey should be retired with the Knicks? Absolutely. Really? You think so? Absolutely. He made the Knicks relevant again. Fair. Like, simple as that. He's the only player to take on that challenge so far. I mean... 20 years. You gotta gotta respect... A player that changed your team culturally too. Like it's not always about just championships, and I think that's where, you know, when you hear guys like Damian Lillard or Kevin Durant, or you know, when they start talking about like this isn't always about just championships. Like they provided more to the city than just a ring, or you know. So I think. To me, Melo, like, culturally, he gave the Knicks shine, more shine than any player since Bernard King. No, I lied. Since uh, Patrick Ewing, John Starks, and them dudes in the 90s. Like, he brought them back. Um, Single-handedly, I might add, too. So... I mean, got them to the second round of the of the of the NBA uh, playoffs. You know, I, unfortunately, that's as far as he got them. But shoot, I mean, it's the Knicks, dude. Like, what do you want him to do? Yeah, like it's kind of funny because a lot of guys on the radio were kind of like playing the Knicks in like as if they're talking about the Knicks as if they were like the Lakers, like. Oh, there's this high threshold that like you can't just give everyone a retired jersey, like stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, Bernard King never got his jersey retired, so Carmelo shouldn't, which kinda makes a little bit of sense. But at the same time, I kinda agree with you. Like, he's the only person to man up and be like, Hey, I actually want to play over here and like actually gave it this all to try and do that. But it was just he was just playing with old dudes the whole time, and then that's not really his fault. Like, you can't really yeah. do anything about that. 
Yeah. It's not always about just like championships. It's like, what did you provide culturally? And, you know, I, I, I think Melo too. I mean, that guy's a hall of famer, bro. Like <laughs> if he doesn't have his Jersey retired somewhere, then the NBA is done. You know, honestly, they just owe him that because the freaking yeah. league, the way they treated him, like he, they owe him that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, in my opinion, that's that's why he should have it retired because they owe him that. <laughs> Bro, he's he had one of the sickest intros for when his first game as a Nick, and I mm. hate the Knicks. I don't like them at all. And that game was pretty <laughs> sick. I remember that in like middle school. That's pretty dope game. I don't even remember it. What what happened? Really? Mm. It was just like they had this whole intro. They played the song like "I'm Coming Home." I had like a whole uh, thing because he's from, he's not really from Brooklyn. But I guess he was like born in New York. Okay. So like, they had like this whole thing for him. He like had like a pretty like sick entrance, like kind of like WWE <laughs> style. What they call him, like, yeah, his name. <laughs> like, I remember like there was so much hype behind it. That's funny. And, and he delivered that game. It was pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, I remember their big three was supposed to be him, Tyson Chandler, and who else? Was it Amari, Amari Stoudemire? Like, dude, was that's Amari, a disgusting big year three. Before. And, like, the year before, Amari was killing it. I think he had, like, six or seven, like, 30-point games in a row at one point. And then when Camarlo got there, he was like, yeah, my knees don't work anymore. And that was it. That's a crazy big three to have. Yeah, right. But if I mean, because Carmelo was supposed to be the third of the Heat big three, which is interesting. Um, I know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because instead of, I believe, waiting a season and or I forgot contractually what happened, but he was supposed to essentially base his contract off of free agency for when LeBron and D-Wade hit the market. And mm-hmm. instead of waiting, he ended up signing that big deal with um, the Knicks. Oh, so man. then he goes to the Knicks, and then D-Wade and LeBron end up signing with Mel- or with uh, Chris Bosh. But, I mean, yeah. obviously it worked out how it was supposed to work out, but Melo was essentially supposed to be that third player. And, I mean, obviously, like, those three are closer as just, like, friends than yeah. I think they were with Chris Bosh at the time, LeBron and D-Wade. So it makes sense. Um, and I've always heard that, you know. I mean, shoot, the, the big three was he was supposed to happen in Miami. It was supposed to happen in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. But then it just happened in Miami for some for some reason. I don't remember why, but it did. And, you know, I mean, I'm grateful for it, but it was definitely yeah, a wild would, thing. I wonder what would have happened if Carmelo waited until he was a free agent to go to the Knicks instead of them shipping, like, having that weird, crazy trade. Who was in that trade that went to the Nuggets? That went to the Nuggets? It was like Raymond fell in. Like two other people that weren't anything special, and like mm. picks, and apparently now 
because of Twitter. Everyone's one of the picks turned into Jamal Murray. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it worked I out. I forget. There was like one other person that went from the next. I was like, okay. But yeah, the only person I remember is Raymond Felton, and he's like an okay player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was for the time being, and then he got a little bigger, a little hefty. Yeah, look at him now. I haven't seen him. What does he look like now? Pretty round. Like, oh. I forget. He was on some podcast, and like, he's been eating pretty good, man. Those millions. <laughs> He's using those millions to, to something good. Gosh. Yeah, dude. He uh, he was not one of my favorites. I used to hate playing against him because he was just a, just a tough guy, I guess. I don't know. He was just annoying like to play against. What's that? It's like a bulldog. Like, yeah. super aggressive. Yeah, and I mean, once he even added the weight on, he was still as fast as he was when he was skinny. So he was just like, <laughs> just a big bowling ball running around. <laughs> Did you know what I didn't notice either, which is pretty sad, that Carmelo was 15 on the Nuggets and and Jokic is 15 too. I never realized, like I never put two and two together. That's pretty wild. Yeah, so they can't retire his number in Denver. But I think, I mean, the number seven—that's such a—that's such a like unusual number. Like, no one's gonna miss the number seven on <laughs> like no one wears that <laughs> number. So like, is it really hurting anyone by him retiring that number? Probably not. Especially with the Knicks, it's not like they're having right. it. They're gonna have anyone crazy go there anytime. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. Um, so tell me about this Caleb Love situation, uh, just making a pivot here to some college hoops, because, uh, I'm not really familiar with it, but, uh, it sounds like you are, so yeah, let me, talk to me. Oh, this is great as a Duke fan. Oh, okay. Caleb Love Love was at UNC. Yeah. Really good season. Not, not this past season, two seasons two seasons ago when they lost in the championship game. Just like everyone else on that team, they all came back because they're like, all right, we're going to win the championship this year. And clearly mm. they didn't make the tournament. So now, because I guess his stock dropped and like there's kind of like no reason for him to stay, he wanted to transfer. So mm-hmm. he was like, he did pretty quickly. He transferred to Michigan. But now... Oh, like a month later, month and a half later, because of his grades, he can't go to Michigan because he didn't really get accepted there. Mm. So now he was forced to decommit, and now it's kind of late in the process. So who knows where he's going to go, but he's a good enough player where he's going to go to a major school. But it's crazy because maybe like 10 to 15 years ago, UNC had like a huge scandal. Which I was thinking that in super, my head this whole yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, like wasn't like super public. They were making like up classes. There. They were yeah. making up classes for their players yeah. to take. So like, with the this history now, of basketball was literally one of their classes. <laughs> and like, with the thousands of of players that transfer, you don't hear hear any of this happen. Everyone just transfers and then that's it. 
Well, of course, from UNC, where apparently they don't do any homework. And I guess with the coaching change, they still don't do any homework. This guy's grades aren't good enough for Michigan. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what school he picks, but I don't know where he goes to. I guess they won't have good academics. <laughs> That's for sure. I mean, the again, they they literally had a class called the History of Basketball, and they were wow. taking that. And that, I mean, what does that go towards, too? So, yeah, I mean, it's not that much of a surprise. You would have thought that North Carolina would have learned their lesson. Um, but also, they're not really the same North Carolina anymore anyways, either. So, uh, you think did, so? I think the national championship game two years ago. Y'all know, but, like, didn't they just kind of stink up the joint like oh yeah this year was embarrassing that's what, yeah that's what i'm saying yeah this year is bad <laughs> yeah this year was really bad they were the number one uh or i guess uh, they ranked number one like coming the begin, in beginning of the season yeah they're like all right but that's because they back. had the same guys they had yeah, the same exactly guys the same and then they come in and shit the bed and all the, all the players had had come back because their stocks went down so bad so much. Mm-hmm. That's when if you get a chance to get drafted, you gotta go. No matter yeah, what. at this point, yeah. If you're gonna be a first round pick, you gotta go. Because Caleb Love probably wouldn't wouldn't even be a draft pick this year. Sadly, crazy. Maybe like a late second round pick, but. He went from being a first-round pick one year to maybe not even being drafted. The next is pretty insane. Yeah, it sounds like he's taking poor advice from somebody somewhere. But you never know. It's <laughs> like when, say, the entire team, just like everyone else, if the entire team comes back, you just lost a national championship game, in everyone's head, you're going to think, hey, I'm going to do well. Like, why wouldn't you? It's the same exact team. You guys have all that experience. At UNC, he's probably probably making pretty good NIL money. So at least you're making something. So then if you guys just play exactly the same, or in theory play the same, you should do pretty well. And that totally didn't happen. So like right. I kind of don't blame him for being like, hey, I want a national championship. I want to be like, especially at a school like UNC, if you're like the man or win a championship there, like that's you're pretty good company. Right. But now he's kind of SOL. <laughs> now he's screwed. Yeah, we'll see if he ends up getting picked up somewhere that will – I yeah, mean, Michigan's a pretty good school, so, I mean. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Texas was looking at him and, like, two other schools that I don't remember. But Texas had another scandal with, like, their coach and all that stuff, so. Hey, you can come to, come to Marquette, something. Yeah, never know. They need a point guard. <laughs> uh shoot yeah probably i don't know <laughs> um i guess final thing here uh is just the whole coaching situation so last time we talked uh we were talking about nba coaches and potentially getting fired too soon and i remember we talked about doc rivers and once philly went down we were just like you know well, I, I at least – I don't remember uh, your thoughts on it, so you can speak to what you said. Um, but my thoughts at least were that they should have kept Doc Rivers, even though the results were what they were. 
Um, you know, I felt like James, like James Harden and Joel Embiid essentially quit on him. And then James Harden, it comes out, was a driving force to get him out of there. And now it's coming back. Now it's coming out that Joel Embiid wasn't even consulted before they fired Doc Rivers, who's the who's the MVP. Yeah. And then you, you, you're bad. consulting James Harden, who's talking about going to Houston. That's so, like, bad. what? Okay. Well, anyways. So my thought still remains that they should have just kept Doc Rivers because, like, what better coach are you gonna find exactly. right now? What what difference maker are you gonna find? You're gonna fire Doc Rivers for what Monty Williams? Like it's they're like pretty equal. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. Like it doesn't make much sense. But isn't the GM the same guy from the Rockets? Yeah, Daryl Morey. Yeah, so he's boys with Harden, so. He's but Harden's going, going back to Houston. <laughs> what was the point know, of listening man. to him if he's leaving your team and he's like, I mean, it, it, reports are coming out. He hasn't already said he wants to leave, but everyone is saying that that's what his intentions are. And when enough yeah, people yeah. are saying it, that it's usually true. It's usually true. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's I weird. Really weird. But, but yeah. For Doc oh, Rivers, though. Mm-hmm. Doc Rivers, though, I thought if the if the Celtics got swept, he would make his return to Boston, make right. them good, coach there for a couple of years, and then retire. But now I don't know about that. That'd be pretty sick, though. Yeah, yeah. New generation Celtics, like with him there. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I I think the Celtics, like they're again Missoula. I think they're gonna keep him around, but I could see that. Um, but I think they're really going to try and, like, build around Missoula and see if he can, you know, be that next great coach for the Celtics. And hopefully the Celtics can learn that you can't continue to just jump from coach to coach to coach because they're kind of the worst at it. I mean, yeah. what, is their fourth coach or third coach in four years or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they, they're they they're third the, year, three different coaches. Yeah, like, they're this is the worst organization for it so hopefully they can learn to just you know let a coach learn and make mistakes and you know that's how anyone learns on their own job so like why why are nba coaches given such a short tenure or like a short leash really doesn't really make much sense to me do you know what i thought was really weird i saw a houston coach for for college, Kevin Sampson, I think his name, his last name is. Okay. Interviewed for the Milwaukee Bucks job. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was like so random. Like I, I didn't know, know that. Poorly, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like pretty old too. So like I don't know. I don't know if he used to be in the NBA though. Maybe he when he was younger he was, or he was like assistant or something. But right, I, know, I saw that. I was like, what? Like, definitely did not see that. Yeah, I the the Milwaukee Bucks like they're doing exactly what I thought they shouldn't do, and that's them looking at Nick Nurse, looking at like well, however, 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 they are looking at I forgot his name. It's like Adrian something. He's a coach for the Raptors, I believe. I heard he's a pretty good coach. I don't know much. 
But they're also looking at uh, Kenny Atkinson. Now, Kenny is a great coach. He's a great coach. If that's if there's a coach that they should go for, I think it's him. Uh, I like Kenny Atkinson more for like developing young guys than championship guys. Well, I think Giannis like, still needs a ton. Really I think good. Giannis needs a ton of more development. That's true. Oh, that's Even point. though he's not young. Yeah, well, he is young, actually, but mm-hmm. he, he still needs a lot more development in his game for sure. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I think so we'll see. Or Monty Williams. One that would two. be so strange. And I joked about really? that. I was like, yeah, to get Monty after we went against him in the finals two years ago oh, for the true, Suns, true. like, oh, that's, that's just such a that's weird so thing. Yeah, like. <laughs> I like I I mean I don't think Monty has a hate hateful bone in his body, but it's just I don't know, man. The NBA is just such a weird place, and if that were to happen, I don't I don't know how the Bucks fans would react to having him as a coach. <laughs> honestly, um, yeah, I just think they need to go after Kenny and just Kenny or Adrian. I don't. I said what I needed to say about Nick Nurse. That's just the same person. <laughs> That's literally just him, Frank Vogel. Like, don't look at those guys, please, please. How about the boy Steve Nash? Well, I saw he's getting looked at by Toronto, and that that probably makes the most sense out of any other coaching position he could get, you know, with them being a native, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's good. I think he needs to be assistant somewhere, kind of like what Jason Kidd had to do. Yeah. You can't be handed another head coaching job. There's no way. You shouldn't be handed one to begin with, to start just to get your career started with freaking – like, come on. I don't get uh, it. I, only, I give that the benefit of the doubt only because point guards are so smart and he's one of the best point guards of all time. But if it didn't work for Jason Kidd with the Nets, it wasn't going to work for him. So just from that alone – that was never going to happen. But if you're Fair. one of the best point guards of all time, I'll give you a job. Other than that, if you're not, like, one of the best players of all time, one MVP or any of that stuff, all right, then then you got to wait. Then you got to be assistant. Kind of like Karan right. Butler. He's a really good player. Probably smarter than half the coaches in the league, but he's still sitting on the bench for the Heat. Yeah. Very fair. I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But however, man, I can't lie to you. I'm tired. I'm Julia. sad. <laughs> I'm tired and sad. <laughs> and I just want Thursday to come so my team can make me feel better again. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, definitely appreciate you recording a little later today. Got you. Um, I know it's a little later over on the East Coast. Um. Also, I'll be in New York in in August. No way. So we may need to link up. Um, I'll let you know. It's uh gonna be like mid to late August, but I'll let you know. Still gotta book my flight and everything, but I'll be there from like a Friday to Monday kind of situation. So yeah, yeah. No, one of those days we'll have to to link up out there. Hell yeah, play some basketball. We good. Yeah. No. Absolutely, bro. Um, all right, man. We'll uh, pick this up next week. Yes, sir.